Who will the Wizards get? Thanks for taking part in the DMV Sports Roundtable again this week. We've got Jamal Bowens, Chris Chion, and George Wallace. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Guys, has the NBA offseason become almost as fun as the NFL offseason? A lot of the players take part on Twitter, so that makes it kind of interesting. It's saving us right now. I mean, outside of baseball, you know, we've got the NASA we're watching. But outside of that, everything is pretty much dead. So all this this activity that has started this week, right before the NBA draft, which takes place tomorrow evening, it's I'm, I'm buzzed. I'm jump juiced up. I'm I'm happy about it because we have some buzz going. We got some excitement going, and you have all these trades taking place. You have Jimmy Butler's name out there, Porzingis's name out there, Phil Jackson is apparently off his meds, but Porzingis' name out there. <laughs> You've got, uh, of course, Paul George is the, is the big name that everybody's talking about right now. Uh, I don't think this is comparable to the NFL offseason because at least in the NFL, you know uh, that there are a number of teams that can at least compete to earn a spot in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, whereas the NBA, we will have the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers for a fourth straight year. I mean, it's cool. It's where everybody, everybody's positioning in the back and forth with Lonzo Ball, now De'Aaron Fox's father, uh, talking about how Fox had a better game than him against when it was UCLA against Kentucky, twice, but yeah, twice. Yes, actually. So yeah, um, but uh, you know, Lonzo Ball. I think something just came out that Lonzo Ball is the uh, least risky player coming out of the draft in terms of like upside and bust potential. I don't know what the parameters are for that, but. He looks like he's going to be a Los Angeles Laker. There's been a lot of talk about LeBron James uh, being traded to the Lakers potentially when it's all said and done here. LeBron kind of tweeting yesterday, which I thought was interesting once the general manager was let go, that, hey, we were able to get one in Cleveland. He said, we did win one, so it was almost like justifying, yeah, justifying going back. He got a title, but... It was almost alluding like, okay, I got you one, and that's about it. I might be heading out of town, which I think is certainly possible. A lot of people say, no, no way LeBron leaves again. But why wouldn't he leave again? Oh, I think there's more than 50% chance he leaves. But it's totally possible. You got rid of, and everybody looked at Cleveland, and, and even myself, LeBron James was head coach, GM. He ran the show. And, of course, if the guy that is doing all of your bidding, anything he asked for, he got. Mm-hmm. Mid-season, I need some scores. Yeah. He got Cal Corbin. Mm-hmm. He said, I need some more people off the bench. You got Darren Williams, and you got a few other pieces, and Derek Williams. So whatever he wanted, whatever LeBron desired, Dan went out there and did. Now, when he goes out, now what? Who's coming in? Yeah, I mean, Chauncey with, Billups, I, he has no experience. And, I don't know what Chauncey can do. And, and the thing about Chauncey Billups, if you're Chauncey Billups, of course the allure of being the Cleveland Cavaliers GM is one thing, but the GM previously led you to the finals three years in a row exactly. and got let go. So what kind of security do you feel like you're going to have there? You better win a title or you're going to be out the door, Chauncey. So I don't, There's I don't. no way if, he, if Chauncey, you know, with zero experience coming in there, then you know who's still going to be running that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, it's, it's almost a, a figurehead, almost. You know, John Lynch, who I can, we can equate that to because he's a player that was in the booth uh-huh. and goes straight into a GM job in the NFL with no sort of experience. He has nobody there of LeBron's, you know, a, as huge a star as he is. He has no one there to cater to in that way. But when Chauncey comes in there, yeah, Chauncey has a name, but he's not LeBron. No, he, he he was good as a player. He was never on that level. So when you come in, you have no experience. LeBron essentially has more experience being a GM 
than, than Chauncey does. Yeah. So when you come in, you have no cachet. You have there's nothing you can say to LeBron. You have to try to appease him in some way. And if you can't do that, unless he goes, LeBron, let's sit down and talk. What do we need? Well, that's what he has to do. Yeah. That's that's the first thing you do. Yeah. What do you need me to do? to keep you here, number one, and what do you need me to do to make sure we get back to the finals and win a championship? What can we do? You're taking LeBron's list. You don't care what Love has to say. You don't care what Kyrie has to say. You don't even care what Teron Lue has to say as the head coach. You come in there, if you're Chauncey Billups, with a pencil and a piece of paper, and LeBron, what do you want? And start writing. So I came, I came in a little hot uh, and said that it's going to be well, the Cavaliers and, and Warriors yeah, for fourth yeah. straight year. Does everybody? Does anybody disagree with me on well, that I, one? I, I don't right now, disagree. no. But it, see, that's why this everything that's going on right now is more intriguing because the Lakers have started. They've they've made a trade to free up some space yep. to go at at Paul George. They also have been rumored to want Jimmy Butler. The Cavaliers have been rumored to want both players as well as the Celtics who have ammunition to trade. They can trade for any superstar they want. Mm-hmm. Multiple, Did you see the report about players telling Jimmy Butler not to go to Cleveland? I saw that. Then I saw a counter report that said that was not oh, true. Oh, okay. All and right, it, the, the first one was cited by anonymous sources. So you kind of let those go. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody could be, your grandmother could be an anonymous source. Anybody could be an anonymous <laughs> source. Right. So I, I, I buy into the second one that kind of debunks that and says well, that that's not really the case. And it was it would be hard for me. I could see Kyrie reaching out to him because I mean, if you look from the outside looking in, it looks a little tumultuous oh, in, yeah. in Cleveland yeah, in terms yeah, of their yeah, front yeah. office. Yeah. So you can believe that that narrative that it might be you know they might say hey you might want to stay away from this one. Yeah, but so this it's it's not really Jimmy's call it's though. It's gonna be no. It's gonna be interesting now that LeBron to Dan Gilbert situation again yeah because lebron's tweet about you know if nobody respected you i did or whatever it was yeah it was it was they were already shaky yeah and and gilbert pulling this now yeah you know you never want to you know kind of incite your star player unless you're phil jackson and you just don't care you don't care right well let me see if i can summarize just a few minutes in uh number one uh, to borrow a phrase from the political world it's rigged in the NBA, and we keep getting the same two, you know, teams in the finals. And uh, secondly, LA is going to be the next super team, the Lakers. What well, they're angling to be Magic. But don't know. forget Jerry West going to the Clippers, trying to get hey, LeBron well, and the Clippers. Actually, you try. Uh, yeah, I don't really. I, I don't know. I'm not going to see this LeBron thing play out with LA either team next season. I'm focusing on right now in Paul George. And Jimmy Butler, because LeBron is going to be where he is. And who is going to join him? Can Chauncey or whoever comes in, can they strike up a deal? Because now you want to get a Paul George. You want to get a Jimmy Butler. And who's going to make that deal? If you're LeBron, okay, my guy that makes deals is no longer here. So, and with with Boston having as many assets as they have, and the Lakers making the moves to free up. They traded Mozgov. They got to free up uh, that cap space for 18. You also have, they got rid of D'Angelo Russell. So they're angling to make, they still got Jordan Clarkson that they can get rid of. Julius <laughs> Randle. So they have those two young guys. Everybody is pretty much up for grabs except for Ingram. And on a side note with that and trade. And the number two pick. And the number two pick. <laughs> but they, you know, hey, they might come off of that. Who knows? 
They could. I, I doubt the they Paul do. The Paul George thing, he's not going to go, you know, all this stuff, the, the talk about every other team. You're, it's a one-year deal. He's a free agent. If for anybody except the Lakers. Except the Lakers, right. That's why they talk about the Wizards. No. You know, rent yeah, to, I saw that hypothetical year. tweet well, see, from Comcast. They said, would you trade Bradley Beal for Paul George no, straight no, up? No. And I'm like, I guess that's clickbait a little this, bit. This is the only thing that, that the Wizards could do because they are limited in terms of assets. Very limited in terms of what they can do. There are other teams that can offer a lot more, Houston being one of those teams as well. So when you look at what the Wizards, Wizards can do, Bradley Beal's not going anywhere. No. You just signed a huge contract. I don't think the Pacers will want to take that contract on. Right. Then no, no matter how good he is, mm-hmm. that's 123, $124 million. Right. I don't, And it's fresh. He's only one year in. So I don't think they want to take that on. Otto Porter is automatically out to me because he had agreed to a sign and trade, which gives him less money, less years. He would be What's a What's his contract situation that. right now? He's restricted. 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 He's a restricted okay. free agent. But he would. The only way that you can move him as Wizards a can free offer agent, max, exactly. Yeah. And the only way that you can move him in a trade as a restricted free agent is to do a sign and trade. trade. And he would be crazy. Here's to, the thing: he's not a that. max player, but they're going to have to give him the money. Half the people aren't that, that got max contracts yeah. this past year aren't max players. But that's what the salary the, cap the, situation the Nets does. Seem to be taking all those contracts. Yeah, we are max players. <laughs> you better tell somebody that, that doesn't reflect on my face. So, uh, the, probably the best way to get into this is uh, who should the Wizards get, but then in reality, who will the Wizards get? Well, that's that's a long way off. You know, all we have to go on right now is these names that we have in front of us. So, you could they could offer Gortat, who has a reasonable contract. Ubre is a name you can throw in there as well because he's got more upside to me than any of the young players that the Lakers are are putting out he's there. He's only. Whole, uh, one year, two years in. Two years in. Two years. Two years in. Then you have Marquise, who He'll has be a two junior years in college. Yeah, yeah. But then you have Marquise, who is two years has two years left on that swindle of a deal. Yeah. That you know, basically, Phoenix lied to him, made him take a, a, a cheaper contract, end up trading his brother anyway. So they have a good player for a lot, much much cheaper than you should have him. True, but. Another name that's out there, like I said, Phil is off his meds. I don't know. His, his zen is not right. But call him. If you were trying to trade Pazingas, I'm all in on Pazingas. Yeah, I would be. He's a unicorn for a reason. No one is 7'3 walking around with the skill set that he has. He, to me, at this age, he's, he's 21. He's on the cusp of being going into being a superstar, taking that next step. Mm-hmm. A star, rather. And then he's going into superstar status after that. Now, I saw somewhere where Phil called Phoenix, mm-hmm. offered him Porzingis for the fourth overall pick, and Devin Booker. Devin Booker will be a very good player. Porzingis is a potential superstar. Yeah. Now, you're trying to, you, you number one, you ran out, you're trying to run out your superstar, and now you're trying to trade your potential superstar. I don't know what Phil's angle is. I don't even think oh, Phil knows Phil what does. his angle is. I don't know if Phil knows what his angle is. Well, for the Wizards, Dimitri, you had asked about that, and they don't have they don't pick until number fifty-two, yeah, which got is a ways the to go. second round. Uh, and I saw a Sports Illustrated mock draft that has them taking L.J. Peak from Georgetown, now, which I would bolster two, depth. Really, two, two other local guys that I went and wanted to bring that up. Peak was one. Um, well, he actually wasn't one, but he was like on my list. Mellow Tremble would be there. Mm-hmm. L.J. Peak's uh, teammate Rodney Pryor is another. 
guy that, that could be there at 52. Now, they fill two needs. You need a backup point guard. Melo can do that. He can grow into that. What about Frank Mason? See, is that's, he, that's be, number be, one be, for is me is Frank there? Mason, but I don't think Frank's going to be there. I don't know if he'll be there. He's either. the number one. If Frank Mason is there, you snatch him up. Yeah. And for those who don't know, who is he? And where Frank is he Mason's the point guard from Kansas. Uh, four-year starter, solid. He can come off the bench and be your backup point guard to me right away. Now, Mello's going to need some season. You're going to have to sign another veteran because Burke and everybody else will probably be gone. Right. You know, I don't I don't think they're going to bring Brandon Jennings. Jennings. I don't think they're going to bring Jennings back. I don't I don't Good. see that happening. You and I disagreed on Twitter uh, cuz I kind of <laughs> thought that they hurt this that Brandon Jennings hurts the team more than he helps and you kind of well, disputed that because of the I, fact that he was a good facilitator. I, I just did, thought I, I saw him turn the ball over too many times which is like the interceptions the NFL drive me well, let me, crazy. Let me apologize like the technical for that. Fouls either. Let, yeah, me let me apologize, apologize for that, that on record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, off the break off the break when they got him, I thought that he would facilitate and he would keep, he'll be able to keep the tempo that John had when he went to the bench and he would be able to keep the up tempo. Because he is fast. Because you're exactly. right. He is fast He's, guy. He, yeah. can, he can get the ball up and down the floor. Now, I hadn't watched him as much as I did when he was here with the Wizards. You know, sometimes you'll watch a player, but unless they're on, you know, the local team or the teams you watch a lot, your favorite team, I didn't know his shot was that. <laughs> Funky. Yeah. I had no idea his shot was that ugly. And he, when he played. Sean Marion type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he played against us, he would hit buckets. And I really won, you know, I didn't look at his mechanics. But right. when you're looking at a player, you know, almost nightly, his mechanics are terrible. For me, I didn't realize the. Uh... The chippiness in which he played. Right? Oh, I, I I expected that. Yeah. What I about uh, that. what about Josh Hart from Sidwell Friends High School, that's Villanova, a, that's, Silver that's, Spring? That's another one. That is that is another. He's another name that could very well be there. And there are a couple local guys that could be there. So Hart, Trimble, and Rodney Pryor. I didn't say anything about him. What we lacked coming off the bench was just pure scoring. You didn't have a guy when the starters went out that you knew that you were going to get Bogdanovich, but he was he, so he inconsistent. He was yeah. up and down. Yeah, was... he flamed out. He 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 came out like gangbusters mm-hmm. and he came out on a on a hot streak. I thought, okay, this is the dude right here's here. Here's the thing though, that that's a, that's that's another thing. Bring that name up with your general manager. Like you go get him to get the Eastern Conference Finals. That backfired. That's you now you have no first round pick. Yeah. Just, oh, they gave up a first round pick from that's yeah, right. Remember? To but, get to the Eastern okay. Conference Finals. But, I'm just but, saying. You were one game away from getting there. Was to say that also. That's they were, They fell short, but they were one game away from getting there. I'm all about results and I, results. I, 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 I get you. I get you. But where they right, would, Dimitri? Be, where they would be picking in the draft, I'm not sure what's there. I don't know either. You know, the, the draft, like most drafts, have, have been over the last couple of years. Because, like I keep saying, there are no more superstars in, 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 in college basketball. They keep propping these dudes up, the Ben Simmons, Lonzo Balls, and, and, and everybody else. Anthony Davis might have been the last college superstar. I heard there's some rumors. I was listening to Philly Sports Talk Radio that uh, he could be on the trade deadline uh, this possible year. I don't know why he I, I would be, you but you know, they have DeMarcus Cousins there already. And I, if, but I think DeMarcus will probably go. You know, you got all these people claiming for DeMarcus to D.C. I, if, I'm, if I'm New Orleans, I'm not really going to give that just a half a season and blow that up when you do have possibly the best front court duo Big man duo in the league. If you get a solid point guard or a, a, a starting a star point guard that can run the offense and some wing players, you're straight. 
You got a good you you got a squad right there, but I wouldn't give that a half a season and blow it up. No, I actually don't mind the idea of Demarcus Cousins here because of the fact that he's played with John Wall and uh, oh, I'm all, I'm all could, for it. I'm could, just yeah. saying if if I'm New Orleans, I'm not just going to give those two twin towers with what they can do and play off each other a half a season and then you know or or season and a half and let that go. That's something I want to see it develop. I want to put pieces around that, put a, a, a point guard around it because Drew Holiday is a free agent. So they're going to have to address that. They have no starting point guard right mm-hmm. now. So they're going to have to address that and get some perimeter scorers and, and build around those two. And if you do that, then you've got a, a team that can make noise in the, in the playoffs. Now, of course, they're not going that far Mm-mm. in the playoffs because you have your ceiling is Golden State. You look at all these projections, just another kind of throw out on the topic. Not topic, but you notice, and I was noticing it yesterday, in the draft uh, projections, I mean, if you were a three- or four-year guy in college, I mean, nobody, you're, they're not – Josh no. Hart's. Well, I was just looking the through, and one. he's one of the only ones there yeah, that was yeah. a four-year. For some guy. reason, that yeah. works to your detriment. And yeah. we had a Demetri. We had a, a show on this, you know, going back and forth about that. And for some reason, staying in school is detrimental yeah. to your uh, status when you come on the draft in the NBA. I can't speak for others, but it's not like that in football or most other sports. But staying in school, instead of like, okay, he's taking that time to hone his craft. He's mm-hmm. taking his time to mature as a player and an individual. They're looking at you. What's wrong with him? Right. Why, why well, he didn't we come out? talking about yeah, Mello Trimble specifically. Well, Mello's exactly. stock was highest it. after his freshman year. And and he is, you know, he should have gone. In yeah. retrospect, he should have gone. Being selfish as a Maryland fan, I was glad that he stayed. But yeah, he should have capitalized right I mean, right you can make an there. argument for him to stay next year. His shot's not where it needs to be for where he's going to play in the NBA. No. It's but I, I guess he figured, you know. No, no, he, you can't. He's got to go. He he's, he wasn't yeah. going to get any better. No. at Maryland. No, and he well, his stock was not going to get any higher. Right. You know, unless he had a you know Naismith Player of the Year award type of you know. I said when and he still may not get drafted. Most of the guys, some of the guys that we named, especially locally that we just named, mm-hmm. they'll be there at fifty two because there's a high, there's a fifty fifty chance that they won't get drafted at all. Now, you could pick them up as undrafted free agents and give them a tryout, but there's no guarantee. That's why they will be there at 52. Right. Uh, I did want to selfishly bring up, I know we have five minutes left here to change topics, but I was sitting on a beach so when this selfish. ruling when this ruling happened on, sitting on Monday. Beach, yeah. Yeah, talking about the skins? I'm talking about the skins oh, trademark. Yes. I was a little bit out of the loop when it came to it, but I saw it was favorable for the name and for right. Dan Snyder, was, right? Yeah. If anybody can just yeah. clue me in there. Well, basically, George? it's it's a... it's a uh, No, I was, I was just going to talk about the legal case. Go leave ahead, it, leave it to George to do that. No, no. You got it. I know. You go. There's an Asian American band. Yeah. Uh, and they decided to kind of uh, take what would be a slur against them and use it as the name of their band. They they call themselves the Slants. I thought I saw that. And yes. the decision is that you might be offended by that name, but as far as trademarks go, you are perfectly entitled to it. And so the Skins have been watching closely to make sure that. You know, the things go their way. So uh, between that and was it last year, the Washington Post survey that they did, they went out and talked to a bunch of Native Americans mm-hmm. and said, uh, does this offend you? And nine mm-hmm. out of ten said, no, I, I've got bigger fish to fry and bigger problems in my life than that. And so, you know, I guess we turn it around and say, A, there's still going to be people that absolutely hate the name Redskins course, and yeah. want it changed. But as far as Dan Snyder and his crew, they can celebrate and... Uh, uh, I don't know if it affects the team one way or the other, 
Uh, that's really what we care about most yeah. football as, as wise. fans. Football, football no, wise, those guys doesn't. say that's not their job. Their job is to play football. They don't even realize they're in their, they're in such a bubble during the season and in the building, and it, they don't even think about yeah, it. Former players, I, I, I can honestly tell you, they don't even. They don't even think about it. But from time to time, a player will bring up, hey, you know, the the refs, they go against us more than they do other teams. There's a feeling that when the Skins fly into any city to play, if they're the visiting team, that there's discrimination against them immediately because of all this. I don't know if that's because I've heard that too, but yeah, Yeah, I don't know if it's... I'm not necessarily sold on the fact that that's because of the name. You know, I think that's more the reputation of the owner and how, you know... This, I would honestly the, lean towards that yeah, as well. The dysfunction of yeah. this organization for the past, you know, 10 plus years, maybe, you know, last two years, you know, take that out of the equation. But before that, it's been a bunch of dysfunction. And when you in that situation, you have to find something to say, hey, this is not fair. And they have taken some, you know, some questionable calls, but so is everybody else. Yeah. But to me. I think it's gotten more to do with Dan Snyder than the name of the team. He didn't name the team. This no, is but he certainly has his, championed. He, well, he has. He and, has. Because and his this quote, is, as we got a text from the team after when this happened, this quote from Dan Snyder was, I am thrilled in capital letters. Hail to the Redskins. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that um, the slants thing, and I don't even feel like saying it. Right. Say you, that. you feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel but, uncomfortable just saying that. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. Um, well, that know. plays into this whole thing, though. I mean, we feel well, we me feel more than comfortable saying Redskins. True. We yeah. say it 20 <clears throat> times an hour or something. Yeah. Honestly, to, to me, it's different because though that's an Asian band kind of. Owning, taking that, yeah. that that slur back. Uh, Dan Snyder's not Asian, not African American. Excuse me, Dan Snyder's not Native, Native, not Native American. Right, right. Nobody over there is Native American. So that's not them. It's not the same to me. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's not them taking that back. It's almost like we're trying to. I don't know. We we see it in a certain in a, in a different way, where we don't see it as negative, but. To other people, it is, and I don't. I don't necessarily believe. You can sit here and tell me that nine out of ten Native Americans said whatever. I wasn't there with you. I don't know what they said. Right. You can tell me anything. <laughs> I wasn't there. So right. uh, any any poll that you put together, I'm going to look at it sideways anyway because that's numbers that you're putting in front of me. You could you could put anything on a piece of paper and you know try to give it to me as truth. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth, or that's just the people that you ask. You right. know, well, were I think they wearing the, Redskins gear? Were you giving out jerseys as you were asking these questions? Well, I, don't I would know. hope not if it was the post, but you know, I don't know uh, what the circumstances right, of, right. Of, of this of those polls. I are. think yeah. the name conversation will get louder if the Redskins finish six and ten. That's always how it seems. It to does start, seem right? to when they when they're seem, competing well, for the playoffs. It, although there's, you could turn it around and say if they make the postseason, uh, that's where the critics, you know, want to strike too because the team is prominent again. I think so, my, my thing. Oh, is, this team were ever to go to a Super Bowl and that whole one of those whole weeks, the Super Bowl yeah, week. That's true. But you know what? But let's let's get but, a but, conference championship. But wait, wait, wait. Well, this this is what I'll say. And people have there's always. Let's not act like this is new. People, there's more people have gotten up on their soapboxes about this that's name. That's the thing. When they this won the Super Bowl ninety one, it was brought up too. And that's yes, why. That's, that's what, what I'm I don't just about get. to say. Yeah. They, they yeah. Were, when they won the Super Bowl ninety one, yeah. there were people protesting yes. outside the stadium. You're right. Nobody. There was not this sort of coverage. Well, it's the social media world. Exactly. Right. But you know, this team has has been around over eighty years now. 
the name or the meaning of the the the, the slur has not changed nope. in that amount of time. So why now are we getting uh, so many people? And I'm not saying we shouldn't. What I'm saying is, the you know, there's a lot of people getting Bob Costas went on his little. For no, a couple for, years to, ago, to me, that's in the for, middle of the game for no reason. In the middle of a Redskins Cowboys game, right. and to me, I thought that was off putting because time and place. Yep, do that in another form, but it's, not while the team is playing. You get on your soapbox during halftime. I hate to say it, it's almost as if when somebody did, it's like, oh, now it's a good tam- time to to jump on this as well because I've thought the same thing for yeah. all these years. How long has Bob Cost has been covering football? Right, never. That's in, in my years me. growing up. On that. Have I heard him say? anything about that. Have I heard any of these people who now refuse to say the name? Who used to say it all the time. All the time. So what is the, I guess my question is, what is the difference between now and then? Because your voice can be heard more. I don't know. Well, yeah, you strike when well, the iron's hot. Yeah. But they've yeah. been on. They've been on TV all these years. I, no, they could have been taking the stand. Sure, they've agree. had the megaphone for a the while. Cool thing to do for a while. I don't know. But again, you know, as we say legally, even as of this week, uh, the team is on very firm footing. It can uh, either get back the trademarks it lost or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so legally, there's there's no pressure like there was a couple of years ago. Yeah. I don't know where the activists are. The people that you know, I'm I'm sure they they will continue. And the, now, what's going to happen with the new stadium too yeah. the whole the thing about well, oh, if you want to go back thing. to dc you got to change the name and but but it all goes back to, i mean i think dan snyder could make a huge splash and and uh, rehabilitate his his reputation to a certain extent if he made a big thing out of it to change the name and have a he, contest get people involved there are a uh, lot of things that dan snyder could do like we, we <laughs> talked last week dan snyder's ego is bigger than this entire city and mm-hmm. when you're dealing with someone who has an ego like that it's Good to think that they might do that. They're not. Right. Now, when, no, I, I, I realize very well that's the, probably the last thing he would do. He, he, he wants right. to fight to the death. He's going to go exactly. down. Right. Now, he's going right. to go down fighting. Yeah. Now, the Wizards did that. They got away from the name Bullets. A Poland, he was not the same. He was not cut from the same cloth, let's say, that Dan Snyder is. And he chose to make that change. And I think now... I, w- I don't think people would be opposed. Let's say if Leontis wanted to change it back, they to wanted the to go back, and people do. He and people he is, hate that name, the Wizard. Listen, he, he the last time you subtle, held a you held a name change, you had a name contest in this town that came up with the Wizards. With the so Wizards. please don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they they've uh, they've su- they they've slowly like the change of the uniforms, mm-hmm. getting those red, white, red, and, white and blue colors back into uh, the back blue, into blue the logo. Gold. You know, trying to yeah. suddenly, that, what they were, that change gold? is coming. Right. I'm convinced it is. I think it is too. Because Leontes, he's doing it in increments, mm-hmm. piece by piece, and all of a sudden, instead of Wizards, you're going to see that bullets across. Oh, and I don't, think any, I don't think anybody would oppose that. But again, those are two different situations because they chose to changed the name on their own. The yeah. organization did. Yeah. It was nothing that was forced upon them. Right. And out of respect yeah. for the late Abe Poland, he was very upset at deadly gun violence yes. in the yes. city. That uh-huh. was the whole yeah. the whole motivation by it. You can't really hold it against yeah, him no, or his I don't, family. I don't, think, I don't no, think anybody right. anybody was upset about the reasoning. I think people didn't understand what the but Wizards had to do with... They liked the name. What the Wizards had to do with D.C., but... You they know, still don't have anything to do with it. It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with anything except Harry Potter. Ain't got nothing to do with anything over here. But I think that you know people were understanding why he did it, and it was a conscious 
decision for him to make that affected the community. This is just the, the more Dan Snyder fights, it's it's really enforcing the fact that people think that he's an egomaniac. Mm-hmm. If he would even if he said this, now when he first said it, he said never. I'm never going to change it. If he would have said, you know what, we may take that under consideration, but for oh, the but for the time being, differently. but for the time being, we're sticking with the team name. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, we may entertain changing the name, but at this point in time, we will keep the name. If he would have said that, I think people would have been okay. They would have backed off just a little bit. They mm-hmm. wouldn't have stopped the protest, but that would have appeased them just a little bit when he was so adamant about not changing the name. And then with all caps, I'm thrilled. Right. He's like, oh, this so-and-so. Okay. Right. <laughs> I knew that he was like that. Yeah. And he's just enforcing that. That's Jamal Bowens. He's at DMV Sports 2015 on Twitter. Chris Cheon at The Big Cheese Show. And George Wallace at G Wallace WTOP. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for checking out the podcast. We'll talk to you next week.